Hello world, my name is Darcy. And I'm Olivia. And this is Fearfully and Wonderfully. Okay, so today we are talking about all things quarantine. (laughs) Should be an exciting time. Yes. So we're going to start with talking about our highs and lows of the week. I think we should start with our lows so we end on a positive note. That's a good idea. (laughs) Darcy already knows about this low, actually, but I've been trying to, you know, stay in shape and, like, go for runs every morning. And so it was probably two days ago now. I was going on a run, and I took a new, like, route, and it was one where you go uphill, and then you turn back around and you go downhill. So I'd made it through the hard part uphill and I was turning around to go back downhill. Probably about four steps in, I tripped and I completely like shredded my knee. So now I'm living my best recovery life uh, with scraped up knees. It's kind of the worst. <laughs> Does it, it still hurt? It doesn't hurt a ton, but you can't really bend or be super mobile because then you can feel like where the scabbing is. Ha- I don't know. That's kind of, it's kind of gross, but. So have you not? run since because yeah, it, it hurts a sign from god that i should not be exercising so <laughs> i don't have as specific an experience <laughs> as that but i would just say that in general it's been really hard to okay because we've been doing schoolwork mm-hmm. super heavy because we've had finals weekend and it's been really hard to go from doing a lot even though we were in quarantine i was still doing a lot because i was doing a bunch of schoolwork from doing a lot to doing absolutely nothing (laughs) because I am someone who likes to feel productive like it may it just makes me feel good and so I'm like I'm just kind of sluggish but you know that's kind of my low I would say but I'm working on it I think that's (laughs) definitely one of like Um, the hardest struggles of the quarantine is trying to find things to do that is like makes you actually feel like you're accomplishing something yeah because a lot of times it's like you know you think of things to do but you just it's a hard it's hard time finding like the motivation to do it because you don't really have like a time constraint because we just don't know when this is gonna end so I think that's one thing that a lot of people probably are struggling with. I'd say that's probably right a now. more relatable thing. Maybe more relatable than my knee scrapes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would say that my high of the week was, well, actually a time when I did get stuff done um, because my mom gave me a task. She said, I need the house cleaned and boy, <laughs> did it need to be cleaned. But um, I got it all done in a day and it felt really good to do it. One of my favorite things about like cleaning, which I don't have a lot of favorite <laughs> things about cleaning, so I probably shouldn't have said it that way. But <laughs> I love about cleaning is I get to listen mm. to my podcast that I love, or I put on, you know, a show or something. So it's just, you know, it's it makes cleaning more enjoyable and it made it enjoyable because I felt good I got something done that day yeah, it was that great is good because <laughs> my mom has been telling me to clean the house for like a week now and I haven't done it so good for you Darcy genuinely good for you <laughs> well that'll be that'll be your challenge yeah, of the week Olivia <laughs> <laughs> my kind of similar to what you said it was like when I actually did something in the week so you know you might be onto something with this whole <laughs> productivity thing <laughs> but the high of the week is I 
play worship guitar for for our church and we just finished all of our recordings so like hopefully for the rest of the time that we're quarantined we will just be able to use songs from this library that we have created so that was kind of nice we finished everything up cleaned everything and now we should be all set for the future yeah that's awesome I I've been really enjoying your recordings they're so like professional you guys have the different camera angles you guys have the cute little Christmas lights set up it's like the most (laughs) contemporary worship setup it's it's so stereotypical of a contemporary worship video I would say (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's awesome I love it. <laughs> All right. Shall we Shall we move? Yeah. So the first thing we want to talk about, because we're talking all things quarantine, <laughs> is we wanted to maybe discuss some hobbies that we've taken up or maybe give some suggestions for things to do. So I have actually, like, this past week, I have actually kind of gotten excited about my oh. new hobby. And... <laughs> And this is cooking, okay? okay? So, <laughs> yes. So I've been, like, finding a bunch of recipes on Pinterest, oh. you know, and I've been cooking all these things. Today I made some noodles because I've been really craving, like, Asian food because <laughs> at my household <laughs> we do not have a lot of it. So <laughs> so I've been missing some, so I made some of that those today. And I've made, I've tried different, like, healthy breakfasts, like overnight oats, but, like, with different Mm -hmm. ingredients in it. And, um, oh, and I made this thing that is really good, and it's called apple cookies. And it's, like, you slice the apples, and you put on peanut butter with, like, chocolate chips, coconut, and nuts. And it's so good. So that's something that I'm really enjoying um, taking up this quarantine, I guess. And it's also kind of, you know, it helps to eat something that is not just you know a processed snack or whatever it's like actually food so you say you wanted asian food can you elaborate a little bit more like what what are like obviously you said noodles but i mean noodles are kind of like a vague (laughs) term i would say in the (laughs) (laughs) oh yes i know i i made some noodles that had like I, okay, I think they're called like okay, lo yeah, mein yeah. noodles. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yeah, I made that. And unfortunately, I didn't have like all the ingredients, so it didn't it didn't taste like exactly yeah. what you know I was thinking. But at least it was a little bit. I had you know some onions, some yeah, vegetables. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty good, I would say. But yeah, I've just been missing because like okay. I I know this is gonna you know make some people mad but I love Panda Express which I know is not like the real deal maybe but like I would have it all the time <laughs> so me not having it like ever and just having you know what do we have we have like pasta and we have pizza and stuff but you know <laughs> I've missed that so yeah I guess that's what I mean by Asian food <laughs> I feel like we should put this out there just so everyone knows because I don't know if we've really talked about like our ethnicities or anything but oh 100% white I don't know what the breakdown is yeah baby um well I know that my mom's family is Danish and my dad's family is like German English I don't know somewhere in there I think we're like a lot of things I don't really know I feel like that's a lot of so yeah it's just like a big mix (laughs) yeah 
it's a big mix of <laughs> Europe. <laughs> All right. So your new hobby was cooking. I suppose now I will talk about my new hobby, which is piano. Which is something that like piano is kind of something that I've tried to learn periodically throughout life. I feel like I definitely took lessons as a child, but then I told my mom I didn't want to do them anymore, and then I'd start taking them again. And so I've just kind of taken this quarantine as a time to really sit down and be like, you know what, Olivia, now is the time. Now is the time to be serious about this. So I'm trying to learn the piano. So how are you learning? Are you just sitting down with books and just playing? Are you using YouTube videos? Is your mom helping you? Basically what I do, because it's the only way that I kind of keep it fun for myself, is I'll look up like a worship song or something that I really like at the time. And then I'll just... I'll see whatever the chord progressions are for that song and then I'll just kind of mess around with it. So I'm not really learning like how to read music and play piano in that way. I'm using it more as an opportunity to learn piano in like a way that would be most useful for me in the future. Mm-hmm. But I still consider it learning the piano. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun too. So I'm glad I picked it up again. Yeah. So is that your third instrument that you have yeah, learned? Yeah, probably. So I, I play the guitar and I would say I'm pretty good at it. Like I'm an intermediate. I'm not a beginner at guitar. I think I've crossed <laughs> into the intermediate zone of guitar. She's good, you guys. She's good. And I also, air quote, play the trombone. Like I played throughout junior high and high school, but I mean, if I picked it up today, it would probably be a disaster. But I still consider myself, you know, <laughs> somewhat competent on it. Oh my goodness. You know, I have to tell you, when I was younger, okay, so my grandma is a piano teacher, or was a piano teacher, and so my mom grew up playing piano, and her brothers grew up playing piano, so, you know, of course, my mom was like, oh, you have to take piano lessons, because that will make my grandma happy, (laughs) Um, so I took piano lessons, and I absolutely hated it, and (laughs) looking back on it, I feel so bad for the lady who was my piano teacher, because she was, like, super old, and I just, like, put her through so much. (laughs) There was one time where they tried to, like, get me and, like, three of my friends, and we were all, like, seven-year-olds, and they were, like, oh, group piano lessons, this will make them, like, have fun doing it. But instead of, like, making us all, you know, have fun and get really into it, it made us all into, like, little pranksters. Like, the like the four of us would just gang up on my old piano teacher, and I feel, I feel so bad for her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hated it, so it just wasn't for me. So those were – did you have any other things that you Not started really, doing? Or? Besides watching a whole lot of Netflix. <laughs> I mean, yes, I have binged quite a few shows. (laughs) Hello, this is Editing Olivia, and uh, unfortunately, right after we had recorded this clip, we obviously moved on to the next topic, but the audio had some issues, and so I had to cut it all out. So, I mean, it was a pretty big chunk. It was a couple minutes of audio that just couldn't really uh, be used, but... I'll just briefly fill you in. Basically, we moved into talking about health during the quarantine, and I basically just started talking about my daily routine. And so that's pretty much a synopsis of what we were talking about. So I'm going to go ahead and play this next clip, which is fine, and hopefully you guys are all caught up. 
So after I have naturally woken up and feel nice and fresh, I go over and I pick some clothes, get changed, and then I brush my teeth because I feel like I can't do anything in the morning with like the taste of nasty morning in my mouth. So I have to brush my teeth. And then after that, <laughs> I would have gone for my run, which I'm not like, I won't set a distance for how far I want to go. Like I won't say, okay, I'm going to run a mile today. Instead, I just set a timer and I only really like to run for about five minutes and then I get really bored. So I just do like a quick five minute little jog slash run. Then I'll come home and I'll scavenge around my house for random weights slash dumbbells. And then I just go in my backyard and do random lifting exercises that I believe will make me feel healthier. So that's basically what I do as far as like working out and staying <laughs> quote unquote healthy. <laughs> hey, sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> my waking up has been, I don't know, not that good, I guess. I usually wake up at like, well, I, I like to set an alarm for like 830. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like sleeping in like I, it makes me feel really, I don't know, like bad about like missing the day or whatever. Yeah, 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 I see. So like I have that alarm that goes off, but usually I end up getting out of bed at like nine, which I don't know, I would, I would say is pretty good for a lot of people, I but it's not bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then actually like I've been really liking having like a good breakfast like as I mentioned earlier it kind of goes hand in hand with my new passion of cooking <laughs> um like I'll have some you know oatmeal with strawberries or a bagel with fruit or I'll just try to have a more nutritious breakfast just because it makes me feel good and excited about starting the day um, and then sometime throughout the day, I will do maybe like two workout videos. Um, yeah, I've been <laughs> lacking a little lately just because it's been hard to find like the motivation to do it. Yeah. I do really well working out with like other people. Mm -hmm. And so doing it by myself, it's like, it's just harder. Like I don't push myself like, you know, I can. So there's that, but um, the other day I actually went on a run, and I kind of liked that. It was pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I've just been trying to like eat healthier. I think that's like a big part of what I've mm -hmm. been trying to do, because I <laughs> usually do not eat very healthy at all because I am a complete sweet tooth <laughs> gal. I love my chocolate. I love my sweets. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's how I'm trying to stay healthy right now during quarantine. Yeah, so with just a question that came up was when when you say like you like to eat healthier, do you feel like eating healthy means more adding in nutritious food or more like taking out the like quote unquote bad foods or like just a balance of both? Because I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, um, for me, I think some something that I struggle with is I snack a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'll have like smaller main meals and I just won't eat as much because I just have like a bunch of like cookies or chips throughout the day. And so my goal, I guess, would be to have, you know, like more at meals and then less snacks. And if okay. I am going to snack, I would like to make it like something kind of healthy-ish, but I still like after a meal, I'll have like a cookie, you know, like I'm not taking away all of that. It's just that 
I'm rewarding myself for waiting until, you know, after the big meal to have the dessert, you know? So I think that helps. Yeah. And for you listeners who are hearing this, y'all don't know how hard that is because Darcy and her mom are both incredible bakers. So they have cookies around and like, it's not just like some store-bought cookies, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I actually made some today because we ran out. <laughs> there you go. You see, it's like a never-ending supply. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're never without cookies or cupcakes or something to that regard. Let's see. What's next? Um, oh, so we're going to talk about um, school slash, I guess, work, it could be, um, and how we when we were in school, got ourselves motivated to do it and how that went. I would say that going to school in quarantine was a really interesting experience for me because I, like my grades actually went like way up at the end of the school year when we were on quarantine. So like, I think it's just because I had more time and, you know, we both keep very busy. So that was kind of cool to see the things I was doing. I was just spending more time with them and really working on them being well. But I noticed something in particular was that I found it very hard to read, sit down and read. Because even though I had all this time, it's like I spent a lot of it like on TikTok or Netflix or YouTube. And these things, it's like, um, you know, like in psychology, it's like the instant gratification is that what it's called I don't know like you just keep getting new things and so you're used to just like go 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 and then when you try to slow down your brain to like read something slow it's like it's really hard to do it and I think that's something I struggled with but something that helped was I would put my phone like in a completely different area than when I was reading so I can just focus so that's something that helped me to kind of be able to focus, like just have your laptop, computer, um, phone, just like in maybe across the room. And so if you get a notification, you can still hear it and you can still check it. But, you know, you don't have that temptation right next to you. Yeah, that's definitely a good tip. If I'm ever studying <laughs> my phone, even though Darcy knows I don't even have social media, but for some reason, just having the phone <laughs> there, it's like I could just be scrolling through emails that I've already read. But it's like in that moment, I'd just rather be doing anything but studying, if that makes sense. So definitely like having a phone farther away make, makes your life much more focused, I feel. Yeah, totally. But was there anything else you wanted to add about school or should I go ahead and dive in? You can go ahead. I mean, basically, I feel like our experiences were pretty similar in that for me, starting school in quarantine was actually probably easier or it was easier for me to finish my work in a timely fashion than when we were not in quarantine. Because like Darcy said, we do stay pretty busy. So it kind of shifted from you know, just do homework whenever you can to like, oh, I actually get to like schedule when I'm going to do homework and when is this due? And like I talked about in the last podcast, scheduling is a nerdy um, activity that I enjoy to take part in. So <laughs> I definitely like quarantine in school. I think the best thing that I learned is that for me personally, I work best right after I've woken up and like you know, brush my teeth, done my normal routine, and then sit down right away and do homework. And then I also work really well, like an hour or two hours before I'm going to go to sleep. And I think it's kind of like the same thing that you were talking about, where in the middle of the day, like my mind is going so quickly in the middle of the day that it's hard to just sit down and do work. 
but I found like right when I wake up, nothing else is going on. I wake up on the earlier side, so usually my friends aren't awake yet, and I can just do work. And then if I do like an hour, two hours before I go to sleep, my mind is slowing down again, so it's also easier for me to focus. No, I definitely get work done like so much better at night. Like, oh my, especially because, okay, so I like to write. I want to be a journalist, and so... You know, I've tried to like write things that I could send into magazines or things like that. And the time I write best is right before I'm going to go to sleep and I can't go to sleep. And if I write, it's literally like the best thing ever. But when I ever try to write, like in the middle of the day, I just like, I just sit there and I'm like, well, I have nothing. So, (laughs) yeah, which is actually kind of the worst, (laughs) but you know. I feel like, like, I would sit down, we had this, this, like, 10 to 12 page paper, I think it was due kind of, like, near the beginning of the quarantine, and I swear, I thought it was going to be so easy, like, I was just going to sit down and knock it out of the park, because we had all day, but I'd sit down at, like, 12 o'clock after lunch, and I'd just sit for, like, literally two or three hours, and there would be, like, nothing would come to me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I think you just have to force yourself to write or you know work whatever it is and like even if it's not the best just doing it will get your brain moving so you will eventually be writing down or you know whatever it is things that are good so yeah, I, definitely I think that's part of it okay so now do we want to talk about how we are keeping in touch with our friends and I guess we could say family too yeah sure Uh, Do you have anything you want to add first and then I'll come in after? Okay, well, something that we've been doing with our friends, well, we've only done it twice, but we've been doing the Netflix party Mm. um, extension and basically we just watch a Netflix movie with this extension on Chrome and we can all watch it at the same time and there's a little chat box and we can chitty chat. And that's pretty fun. We watched the movie Valentine's Day, which I very much enjoyed. (laughs) What did you think, Olivia? (laughs) You know, I'm not really like a rom-com type person, but it was pretty good. I think there was, you know, there's a lot going on in that movie, but they tied things together better than I thought they were going to be able to. So I'd say it was pretty good. Yes, definitely. So that is something fun. Oh, and I wanted to say something that I've done with my family which is kind of interesting. We've done it three times is we've created our own cahoots about ourselves. So I would create a cahoot and it would be like, what is Darcy's favorite color? What has been Darcy's favorite place she's visited? And, you know, you put your answers and then we just put it on, you know, a computer and we all did it. And that has been like super fun. That sounds like so. a lot of fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. Wow, that's a good idea. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super fun and you get to learn more about your family members. Although there are times when, you know, they put something and you're like, there's no way. There's no way that's the answer. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> something that we also, Darcy and I have been doing with our friends is like these Zoom game nights. And these are maybe like my favorite thing that I've done to stay connected with friends. Basically, what we do is we have a friend who owns the game Jackbox, I think is what it's called. 
Yes, Jackbox. And you just can get it on like your computer or if you have a gaming console, and then that person just shares their screen, and everybody on their phone is able to log in on a website, and then you kind of play fun little trivia games, or I don't know what you'd really call them. They're but they're they're just fun, and it's like you play together, you can do silly things. It's it's just an overall good time, I would say. I think as I was thinking, because we also we talked about these topics earlier, I was kind of thinking about ways that I've connected with friends and this is pretty basic but I feel like it's a pretty like powerful thing is just making sure that you're like calling people or facetiming people and not even necessarily in a group but just like one-on-one because I think it's really important just to be able to maintain your friendships through things where you can like see and actually talk to people beyond just texting you know so even if it's just a quick 10-minute talk or like even if you're just helping a friend study I think those kind of things are ways that I've really appreciated and uh, felt more connected to my friends or family who are further away. Yeah, and I would add that if you know people who are in high school, um, seniors or just people in high school, younger people, like I've just been like checking in on them every so often or they'll text me or something and we'll just have a short little conversation. But I just like to talk to them every once in a while because, you know, it lets me know that they're okay, they're doing good because, you know, it's hard because when you see people in person, you can kind of, you know, tell some if how they're doing, you can Mm -hmm. even in just a quick talk with them in person, you can see, you know, just their emotions and things like that. But, you know, if you're not seeing people, they could be going through a really hard time and you would have absolutely no idea. So I think it's just important to like check on people. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. It's definitely important. Even like right now, I know it's like the beginning of their APs this week for a lot of our high school friends. And so you don't even have to have a conversation. You know, we could just text them and be like, oh, hope things go well, like praying for you, something like that. And I remember when people would send me those texts, I was, it's just, it's just encouraging. It's uplifting. So yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, so now we can move on to the real the real stuff (laughs) so Olivia how have you been dealing with your spiritual wellness during quarantine (laughs) so I think the quarantine has just been such a transformational period for me really honestly and it's not necessarily even because like I have so much more time I just well, this is how I'll begin it. I watched a video probably like two, three weeks in by Francis Chan. And I don't remember what the video is called, but I remember in the message he talks about um the passage in Revelation. I think it's Revelation two, and it and it talks about this church that like was always doing the right things, you know, always giving to people, always persevering through the hard times. But it says that in the midst of all the good things they were doing, they lost track of their first love or like they lost sight of Jesus and like what this whole life is really about. And I think that just really hit me hard. And so ever since then, I've really just, and it's not even necessarily like I spend a ton more time sitting down reading the bible or sitting down praying but it's just been a really refreshing like reorientation of my life and like I think just it's kind of cliche because you know you think when you become a christian that you understand that life is about jesus but it's really just been a rediscovery of what that means like to live for jesus right to live as christ to die as gain so that was maybe a little jumbled and hard to understand but that's the best way i can explain what i feel like god has been working with me uh through this quarantine 
Yeah, that actually reminded me of, so during this time, one thing that I was reading um, for my devotions was I was reading Ecclesiastes, which mm. if you've ever read, it's very intense. <laughs> it, um, it's basically like, oh, life is meaningless, just, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, it, what you were saying reminded me of that, because when you're not, you know, in, at school with your friends doing all these, you know, extra activities, all these things that you fill your day with, you really see like what the important things in life are um, because you're kind of getting rid of all the distractions. So that was something that, um, yeah, that reminded me of. Something that helped me throughout this was at the beginning of this, the first church service that my church did online, the guy who was speaking, he had this picture of a lighthouse that had these giant waves crashing on it. And I love that image so much. Um, it actually became like the theme for my end of school project or whatever. But he talked about how like the lighthouse can stand in these big waves because it has a good foundation that I thought was really good for this time because, you know, the quarantine is like the waves, if you will. And we need to have a strong foundation in God because that's what's going to get us through it. Because, you know, you're really forced to look at everything um, when, you know, all these distractions are taken away, as I said earlier. And, you know, if it's not God, then who even cares? So, yeah. <laughs> I think that's cool because in a way, basically, I think what God has been telling us is pretty similar. Even though I think he used really different outlets of reaching us. At the core of like what we've both just spoken, it's kind of the same, right? Like for you, the image of having the solid foundation and for me, maybe more having the image of what do I love in the world and, and like what do I really cling to? But kind of at the core of what we're both saying is, is something, a message pretty similar, I would say, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And I also wanted to add something else um, because, okay, so at the beginning of this, before we went, one of my teachers said... You know, you're only going to be in quarantine once in your life. Well, <laughs> hopefully. Um, <laughs> and so she suggested that we journal or like write stuff down. Mm -hmm. And I started to do that. I mean, like growing up, I would keep journals actually quite a bit. And it's really fun looking back at them because I was so dramatic. But <laughs> but yeah, so I started to do it like every day, actually, which mm -hmm. I hadn't done for like a few years. Like I used to do it when I was younger. But I hadn't done it for a few years. And um, so, yeah, I did that. And something I, like, realized is that, like, you know, I'm a writer. So, like, when I write down how my day went and how I was feeling, like, I literally figure out so much about why I was feeling what I was feeling. And, like, I realized so many things that, like, I never would have realized if I had just, like, gone through. So, yeah, I that's something that, like, has been like really incredible to me. I'm like, whoa. But um, yeah, so I think that's that's really helped me see how I've been feeling. And I think it's important to like track how you're feeling just because I don't really know where I'm going with this, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I totally see what you're saying. And I, I probably, I don't journal every day, but a lot of times when I'm going through not like a crisis, but you know, those nights where you're just kind of restless and you feel like the world is ending, even though you're just being like maybe a little dramatic, that happens to me a couple times a week, you know, so I'll journal. So I have a couple like journaling nights, I'd say. But for me, 
And what you said is, like, that's so true. Like, you kind of have a good time of reflection when you're journaling, even if you're not consciously forcing yourself to think through every little thing that you did in the day. It just kind of automatically happens, I think, when you're journaling. And, like, something else that I think is super helpful about journaling is, is it helps you to, like, remember the things that God has done. I think about all the time in the Old Testament, God tells the Israelites, like, remember what I did when you were crossing the Jordan or when you were, you know, crossing the Red Sea or whatever. And so I think just like as Christians, it's a really important thing to be able to remember, like, man, this is where I was. And I can look back at some of my old journals and it's like, wow, I really can not only read it, but I remember what it felt like in that moment when I was doing those things or when I was writing this down. And it's just something that helps me to be grateful, you know? Like looking back and seeing the place that I was in maybe a couple years ago versus where I am now. And it gives me hope for the future knowing like, hey, I really thought that this was like it three years ago, but now look where I am. And so I can be confident like in three years, you know, imagine what God can do in our lives. I think that's super powerful. Yeah, you know, um, something I found the other day when I was cleaning out my (laughs) drawers is I found like, okay, I, (laughs) I went through a phase and I wrote like a ton of letters to like my future self (laughs) and I reread them and like, oh my, (laughs) they're so like dramatic. And I thought it was so wise, but, (laughs) but it's pretty funny to look back at like myself in like my freshman year of high school. And I'm like, future Darcy, like, remember what's important and all these things and I just like laugh but like you know it's funny that (laughs) it's cool to look back at you know how I just had this like you know like you were saying it's cool to look back and you know see where you've improved but I think you can also look back and kind of see your childish you know faith and like Mm -hmm. really learn from that because that's something that you know as we get older we become more you know, like cynical. And Mm. I think it's cool to look back at myself and actually see how much I like yearned for God and kind of be Mm. inspired by that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think Darcy, that we might have to have a special episode where you read us some excerpts from your uh, journals and your letters. Oh my, yes. Actually a part of my, (laughs) of my portfolio, which is my final project for Mm. my honors class. Um, I actually included excerpts of my journals from like quarantine (laughs) in it because (laughs) yeah and it was really funny and I would just use that as like I don't know kind of a prompt to discuss something but um yeah so (laughs) maybe I'll read a few excerpts ones that aren't too dramatic or embarrassing I'm getting excited for this this could be good dude I I was looking through because like I also kind of want to like paint some things in my room so I've been cleaning Mm -hmm. out a lot of things and I found like all of my old journals and they're just like so funny. Oh my goodness. Like, I don't think I sent, actually, I don't think I sent this to you because it was on Snapchat, but um, I found this paper from when I was in like third grade and it said, what I hate about school because there was like, there was like a, what do you love about school? What do you hate about school? Mm-hmm. And in my, what do you hate about school? <laughs> I put two words. I put math and I put boys. <laughs> And I was like, yes, yes, third grade Darcy. Oh my goodness, that is incredible. (laughs) So funny, yeah. Yeah, so something that I studied this week was I've started reading Job, and Mm. yeah, which is really interesting, especially right now. Um, And something I think is really interesting is how 
all of this bad stuff happens to Job, but um, he still, he, he like, I've, I've read his thing, and he curses, you know, himself, he curses the day he was born, but he never curses God, so I just think that's something that's really interesting, because sometimes I tend to be a complainer to God, <laughs> like, I'm like, God, like, why can't you do this, come on, um, which, I mean, I don't think it's wrong to, like, say how you feel to God. I think that he wants that. But I just think it's really inspirational that someone who went through something, you know, so much harder than what we're going na- going through now, at least me, um, that he can, you know, find it in himself to not blame all this on God. So, yeah, that's what I would say was my share of the week. <laughs> Yeah, Job is such an incredible book. I won't I won't go long into it because we've already we've been talking for a bit. But the thing I want to yeah. share is I just started talking or not talking, reading Isaiah. And this verse, it's Isaiah 2 4, and it says, They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And I don't know, something about the image of like, you know, one day God is gonna take all these like tools that we've been using for violence or for war. Or, you know, it might not even be, like, a sword or anything, right? Like, no one's going out using swords anymore anyways. But just, like, the image of of God is going to take these things that man have made into one tool that, like, for fighting or whatever. And he's going to turn them into things that instead of tearing down, build up, right? Like, the swords that were once used to cut down things are going to turn into a plowshare. And obviously plows are, like, used to make the ground ready for, for when, when planting season comes. And spears are going to turn into pruning hooks. And pruning is, you know, the, the process of when you're cutting off the bad branches so that you can have future growth. I don't know. There's something that was just really beautiful about that to me. So I figured that's what I would share with you. Yeah, I love that. All right, so that's all we have for you guys today. As we're leaving this time together, we just want to remind you that every single one of you who is listening have been fearfully and wonderfully made.